Hi, it's Adelaide from Born and Bred, and thank you for tuning in to the Mega Late Show. So Yo, we talking about crazy shit because we running on about five hours of sleep, but a billion gallons of passion. This is the Mega Late Show brought to you fresh from Megadeth, Lato, and Steezy F Baby. And we got a guest for episode 10 today. He is a gamer. He is a filmmaker. He is a photographer. He is, what else? What else we got? Oh, he is one third of Three Black Geeks podcast and a DJ. DJ Sue. Oh, oh, baby. Hey. Yo. Welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thank yeah, yeah. Happy to have you here. Appreciate it. Yo, I'm going to try not to slip up and call you by your government, but I may do that. I would appreciate that very much. Yo. <laughs> and Dude, we, so. Go ahead, am I back? Oh, no, I was just going to say, we go back like uh, hairlines and spinal cords, because I met my mans in Tochiki Ken, yeah. or Guma Ken, I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we go way, back, way like, back. Uh, we go back like white walls on the Cadillac. Hey. <laughs> yeah, before we made it to Tokyo, we three of us knew, before we made even Mega. Yeah, yeah. Mega was in Tokyo, and we were in... Who's that? Mega. Who? Mega Deaths. Star of the I don't know, show. but he sounds like a buster. <laughs> the star of the show. That dude, that dude yeah. though. Oh, we still got beef between Mega and Leia. I didn't even know about this. Nah, no beef. No beef. Just passive aggression. <laughs> you guys are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys. We only are, ever air this shit out on the show. You fully assimilated to the only Japanese the society. I don't this. even consider this a show. This is like a, a group therapy session. Yeah, man, we're working some shit out. Yeah. That's why we're here. We're glad to have you here with us today. You can help us get through a lot of the aggressions that we have with each other. <laughs> so wait, so this is episode 11, yeah? 10. 10, 10, 10. 10. Episode 10. Yeah. All right, yeah. Of the most illustrious hip-hop and dope culture podcast coming to you this side of the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah. Wait, not not Asgard, since we're on some geek shit today, <laughs> but the actual Tokyo Rainbow Bridge. Um, yeah, so every month we've increased our alertness. We're giving you more and more episodes of the Mega Late Show, uh, where we feature artists, DJs, creatives, curators, uh, all types of other content creators, I suppose. So, yeah, thanks for joining us, man. And uh, shout out to the three Black Geek Podcasts, you, DJ, and CJ? Or Z and CJ? Yes, D and CJ. DJ, and where are they at? Washington? Uh, they're in Washington, D.C. Right now, we got an uh, awesome con going on, and they're, they're up there doing their thing. Oh, man. Yo, you, you awesome jealous? Con? Is yeah. that like uh, the regional... Is it... Is it just any kind of like otaku shit or is it specifically anime or video game? It's mainly a big pop culture convention at the DC Convention Center. Cosplayers? Cosplayers? Yeah, it's gonna be tons of cosplayers. In in Atlanta we got like a similar thing. Like we got a we got a few Nobody cares about Atlantis. We got a Uh, MomoCon. Yeah, you guys, I know about Momo. And Anime Week in Atlanta and Dragon Con. But Dragon Con is like Everything. Huge, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you jealous? 
No, not really. I'm just playing, man. I've been trying to just start beef between your podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Nah, because first of all, we got the biggest uh, the biggest anime convention on the East Coast, and that's Otakon. Oh, really? Oh. Okay. They they used to be at the Baltimore Convention Center. Now they moved down to D.C. Word, word. Well, yo, um, we've got a lot planned for you guys today on the episode. We were going to do our dope or not black dope. black people taking everything, man. That's true, man. When y'all getting into hockey? Yo, man. What? Somebody hockey? Needs- LeBron James going to start playing <laughs> hockey. He finished this year. He's so tired of everything. <laughs> yeah, man. He was mad. He's like a tsunami. He's going to just... Yeah, yeah, he's done. I heard KD is going to join the Pelicans or... Whatever team just won yeah, the NHL. I don't even know hockey teams. I know the Sharks. I know San Jose Sharks. Shout out to San Jose. But yeah, so um, I guess we're going to have a new segment today where uh, DJ Sue is going to play some interesting video game beats. And yes. we're going to try to guess what game they're from. Yes. Yeah, see, okay. Like the game is um, Can You Spot the. Not Spot, sorry. Can You Name the Sample? So the object of this game is I'll play a hip hop song. And as you listen to it, I want you to tell me what game does that sample come from? Uh, okay. What does the winner get? Do we get to go on your podcast? Sure. All right. Y'all finna lose, yeah. man. I'm about to be on a three black geeks podcast. <laughs> three, three, three black geeks and what, what am I, 39.6% black? It went down, right? 37.5, my uh, friend. Yeah, I'm getting downgraded and shit. <laughs> all right, all right. And a quarter. Right. You trying to yeah. add more, more yeah, percentages? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to raise those three, percentage three points. Three black geeks Who's jumping the fence here, nah? Yeah, a Negro, nigga Pino. <laughs> Some type of half-breed mutant. They say the midterms. Mutant. <laughs> they say right. 538.com. All right. <laughs> oh, um, also, for today's topic, we're going to have a conversation about uh, geek culture and hip-hop culture, where they intersect, what people of color feel about these things, or specifically us, people of color, um, how we how we perceive it, uh, popular perception uh, therein, and some other shit that we ain't figure out yet, because we just be freestyling most of the time. And for our listeners, stay tuned till the end of the podcast, so we can let you know about the upcoming shows, right? Weather forecast. Brimstone, yeah. yeah. fire. Word. So let's uh, let's see, man. You guys know anything new happening in hip hop? I've got some joints here. Yo, uh, yo, shit. This isn't hip hop, but stop. Um, Mayweather <laughs> is gonna fight uh, McGregor. 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 Yeah. Does it, Does anybody here watch MMA yeah. or boxing? Yeah, yeah man, I'm a huge MMA movie. fan and and boxing. Really? Yeah, tomorrow Kovalev Ward. That's a real boxing match tomorrow. So so, what do y'all think about that? I think it's entertainment. Is that I think dope it's not or a, is it not dope? It's, it's not dope. It's why, not why is it not though? Well, I, t- I t- personally t- don't like fighting, like for Silence as a sport in general. But why? Why is that? Not why dope? is it not dope? It's because uh, what what you have is like um, it's all for money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's entertainment. It's fun for that. But this is Mayweather's fiftieth fight, and so for him to go out uh, or to get fifty off of uh, uh, a, a fighting a person who would beat his ass in real life, because make no mistake, Conor McGregor is. The, the better combatant in the street fight conor mcgregor will beat up two mayweathers but um you know conor mcgregor would lose to anybody not on like on the top 50 
boxers in that weight class. He would lose to journeymen. He would lose to Golden Gloves boxers. His boxing ability is nowhere near the greatest boxer of this generation, which Floyd Mayweather is. Make no mistake about the hate, man. He doesn't get KOs, but he is technically brilliant. He's not just a masterful defensive boxer, but he's just a phenomenal boxer in general. And to get win 50 off of off of some dude who's a great fighter in MMA, that's that's not really a good look to me. And I think it's kind of a joke. And it's just entertainment. It's a payday. Well, so yeah. it's cool for that. Like you're saying, it's, it's for not entertainment, dope for, it's, there's, yeah. there's no one else yeah. maybe he, that makes sense for Mayweather to fight. No, nah, there's a lot of other casts that Mayweather should fight. The welterweight division is so stacked right now. I mean, Keith Thurman, uh, Errol Spence, Pacquiao's still got a belt. I would rather see that again. Well, yeah, uh, I might be talking know. out of my ass because I don't follow boxing, but... I, I honestly haven't heard of any of those dudes that you're talking about. Like, I only know Mayweather and, like, Pacquiao. Do you know any other MMA fighters? Uh, I know the dude that wears the cowboy hat. Isn't his name Cowboy? Donald Cerrone. Yeah, Donald Cerrone. So who should McGregor fight, then? McGregor got two belts right now. Hey, there's a lot of people who should fight. I'd like to see him rematch Jose Aldo, but Jose just lost, so Max Holloway rematch would be good. I would like to see him fight Frankie Edgar. I'd like to see him fight a few cats. He's holding those belts up right now, and that's cool for him to make money. But for combat fans who come from, well, back when I started watching boxing, because my dad was a boxer and a martial artist, and my stepdad is a, you know, he's a big boxing fan as well. He's like a third or fourth cousin to Roy Jones Jr. They're all from Pensacola and everything like that. And um, yeah, I like to see the best fight the best. And so, I, I think it's fine. Like it's it's like the people demand this. They want to see it. They've been talking about it. So just let it happen, and then let's move yeah. on and yeah, let them yeah, yeah. let them fight fight the real fighters. Yeah. It's it's good. It's good entertainment. I think it'll be fun. Um, it's I like got, a gimmick fight, you know. Yeah, that, I mean that it's a it's a freak show. It's it's just a you know it's it's Bob Sapp fighting some pro wrestler or something. I don't know. An exhibition. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. The thing is, is that if anybody, if anybody honestly thinks that either one of these guys would win outside of their respective art forms, like Conor McGregor isn't going to win in boxing, Floyd Mayweather isn't going to win in MMA, even in like some type of hybrid matchup where it's like stand up only. I mean, Conor McGregor just has more tools. If you've never been kicked in the leg by somebody that knows how to kick you in the leg, you're going to be fucking surprised. I've been kicked in the leg and I don't ever want to get kicked in the leg again. Like, it just doesn't feel good. I mean, you it takes all the heart out of you. You're like, fuck, let me reevaluate <laughs> what's going on in this, in this you know, match. Yeah. So, but uh, I do have some hip-hop, mo- uh, hip-hop news. Uh, okay, so the day we're recording this, what is this, the 17th? Yes. 17th. All right, so uh, Jay-Z, the first rapper, hip-hop artist to be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And that's pretty dope. And uh, Barack Obama gave a little speech about his acceptance of it. And I think that this firmly places Jay-Z at the high water mark of success in hip-hop. Say what you want about the GOAT conversation, but Jay-Z is probably the greatest living right now. Barack made a comment or was officially the person who... It was a video of him congratulating Jay-Z for all his success in making it into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. It was heartfelt, it was dope. He talks about how he and Jay-Z share a lot of common experiences. And it was just really, it was really ill, man, to see. I mean, we, uh, Jay-Z is, you know, 
bigger than hip hop, right? Yeah. And he's like a, a could be considered a pop artist. But we can't knock Jay-Z's writing ability. I, I don't know if I would consider him a pop artist, man. He, he's always made hip-hop music, and he launched hip-hop into the mainstream. I think ever since, uh, what is it called? Magna Carta, Holy Grail? I think he's more on that wave. That's his last album, though, right? Mm. True. True. One way or another, like you're saying, incredible. Like, I mean, the guy's just accomplished so much. I mean, we got to think back to, like, even on Reasonable Doubt, like, Jay-Z is, like, using... Like metaphors and double entendres and poetically painting these pictures and other rappers may be technically better than him like there are people oh, that yeah. rap better than him there are people that use lyrical devices mm-hmm. better than him mm-hmm. but the way he's been able to do it and still keep it popular nice. or fresh does kind of put him on a different level than yeah. a lot of other artists. And and despite him coming kind of from a more traditional um, boom bap cloth in, in songwriting, he's very distinct. Jay-Z has a very distinct writing style that if you read his lyrics, it's like, that's a J-line, that's a J-verse. And um, what, what surprises me is that it's 2017 and hip-hop is like 40 years old and this is the first hip-hop artist being put into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. I mean, that's exactly what hip-hop is. They're, I mean, people write songs, and they use... Well, to be honest, I didn't even know there was a songwriter. Yeah, I didn't either. It's it's hugely prestigious. The artists that got... Another artist that got put in... Two artists that got put in to the Hall of Fame this year. Or, I guess, three. Uh, Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam. And mm-hmm. Babyface. Babyface. They belong. You know what yeah. I mean? So, this is... I mean... Um, I'm not the hugest Jay Z fan, but I definitely, I definitely see, you know, why he is, why he's tremendously dope, and I'm all for that, and that's dope. Speaking, speaking of award shows that we don't really give a fuck about, and, and things of that nature. Uh, well, yeah, I was going to get to that too, but the Grammys. Remember, we we're having a conversation with Asia, Asia Marie, uh, episode four. Shout out to Asia. Um, but we were talking about the Grammys and how they're never representative of the larger culture in hip hop and how they often get hip hop wrong. Well, the Grammys have started a new review committee for rap, uh, for the rap categories, for the hip hop categories. And now there's online voting for for those uh, hip hop awards in order for them to be more. Um, how can I say accurate? accurate and culturally relevant to what the fans actually want uh this is on the back of guys like uh frank ocean boycotting boycotting them for you know, as his they should yeah. beyonce should boycott to be honest well it's yeah, good at least know. they're trying to do something to yeah. change their wrongs yeah. I, I still will never give a fuck about the but, I mean, grannies, but so much people do you know they don't i wonder though because i wonder if like the metal community is also like yo the grammys are bullshit or if like yeah. people who listen to rock music are also like, oh, the Grammys are bullshit, because it doesn't sound like they're doing that for right. other genres, but right. they, they gotta do it for minority. Yeah, I think I think a lot of I think the a lot of a lot of the institutions that that operate within the Grammys work better towards um, more popular genres of, of music, and whereas like metal is definitely not a popular genre of music in the way that hip-hop is now or what 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 is called hip-hop for these award shows is mainstream you know it's popular culture and it's uh, you know it's it's difficult to differentiate like 
hip hop from pop music in a lot of ways for people. It's just that genre <coughs> categorization that, that they're working with. I just so. can't wait for 4chan to say Rick Astley is the best rapper of 2017. <laughs> I think I think actually the voting has there. There's like a committee. I think there's like 16,000 or 1,600 people who vote on albums and music for for the. Um, I guess I guess they're like some type of constituents or pundits for the uh, the the award show for the Grammys. And what was happening before is that in order to vote for make your place your vote for the Grammy nominations, you had to send in a paper ballot. And this is like an old thing, and that's why they have the online voting now, where um, people who are on the road, a part of these gra uh, Grammy committees, can vote online. And they're hoping that it would be more um, in, like representative of of the larger uh, taste of these tastemakers. Who the fuck? I, I don't even know who they are. The fuck who's the Grammys. On shit, so yeah, let's get off that. Get, let's get off that because if you want to hear, care. if you want to hear more on our thoughts about the Grammys, peep episode four with Asia Marie. Um, we, we get into it a little bit more there. Um, Double XL, freshman class cover. Do we even give a hey, fuck? Hey, nope. I know maybe half of the people on that list. Who, I think I know like three. XXX Temptation, Kyle. Kyle's, uh, Kyle's kind of dope. Kamiya, Kyle's uh, all right. Little little ugly face. Little ugly man. <laughs> little no, no, ugly. it's not little no, no, ugly no. man. Uh, it's uh, ugly god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little ugly god. god. Yeah. Um, who He's else high. is on that shit? Um, I know who's not on there. Oh, um, Cap G was on there. Yeah. I know yeah. who's not on there too. Some cats that I thought might have should been on there. No names not on there. Uh, Saba's not on there. Black. Smino's not on there. Black. Well, Black yeah. is um, not a. He's like R and B dude. He does rap music. It's hip hop, right? It's more R and B. He's always okay. singing and shit. Um, Buddy. Not on there. Buddy's not on there. Conway. Uh, Westside Gun. Those cats should have been on there. Audio push. Have they surpassed? Yo, I don't think they've the ever been on there class? either. Who? Audio push. But they're they're deep in the game though. Those guys are yeah, I don't know. I, I've, I've never really cared about the X-Men freshman class, uh, or the X-Men, the double XL, <laughs> X-Men freshman, freshman class, X-Men freshman. X -Men this is class. this is the geek podcast, yo, by the way. Mega they says, didn't have Wolverine on there. Mega said, fuck the X-Clan for some reason. Yeah. I was like, yo, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know. I guess I guess it got popular like in like 09. With no, because I mean, the first couple lists were official. I mean, they had Asher Roth, Kendrick, uh... Kid Cudi was on there. And Kid Cudi. Yeah. Uh, this might be the same class we're talking about. Like, I think so. It was a deep class. Like yeah, Big yeah. Sean, Jay, uh, Jermaine yeah, yeah. was on there. The only person they didn't have was Drake. And then he like objected to being on the next year. Hold on. I, I think I got the list right here. Yeah, I was going to start Googling, but I fucked around and did not. Uh, we got Kamaya, which is dope. Yeah. She, uh, you, you wrote about her on um, our... Yeah. Top twenty five like women list or whatever we have. She's had. cool, man. Uh, Playboy Cardi. Oh, nice. Like a Boogie with the hoodie. Like a Boogie Playboy is Cardi. solid. A Boogie is solid. Yo, R and B rock. P and B rock. Yeah, P and B. P and B rock. Don't know that person. Made in T Y O. He's dope. I haven't listened to him, but I'm gonna I'm take your word for it. He's, almost, he's all right. I mean, I'm not. We promoted that show. Anime, anime, or Emmy or something. Amin, an, an, Amine, Amine. That's I don't pretty, know. He's pretty cool. And Ugly God, and yeah, I think we Cap, mentioned Cap everybody G else. Said too, right? Cap G. 
I don't know those cats for You know what? This this is not for me, man. I mean, like I love hip hop culture, but this is not. This is not. This is the young kids who are making music that for other young kids. I just don't really know that stuff. There's plenty of grown man shit that I'm listening to. I just don't really need to follow that. Was Yachty on the list last year? I guess the question I'm asking is: This shit even relevant? anymore are they are they even catching the right people um, you know what i'm saying yeah, anderson pack and chance were on the list last year right really? chance i don't think chance i don't think on. chance was i think it was like he, uh, he's been on one so if it wasn't last year then it's a year before it was uh has Uzi, chance Uzi been Uzi on Vert, yadi uh, i think so who's that one cat that uh he made that n64 album oh uh denzel curry denzel curry, yeah. denzel curry was there he's dope as fuck yeah, yeah I, I just don't. Hard. I don't really care, <laughs> to be honest with you. He keeps I mean, mentioning like, yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, I, I don't know how. I don't know how important that is to the culture, anyways. A lot of cats were complaining about some other dope dudes being not being on there, and it's like, yeah, they can't put everybody on there. And the cats that they do put on there, there's, it, it's a, it's a magazine publication. They're, they're going to put on certain people for whatever. It might Yo. even be payola involved. I have no idea, but I just don't really care. Looks like Chance was like on in 2014. Get recognition? Like, anyone that gets recognition. Nah, man, people get recognition all they, they want. What I'm saying is that I don't give a fuck about those guys' recognition. I'm not gonna go listen to uh, Lil Ugly Face or whatever his name is. I just but don't yo, care. Just, just to, like, put in perspective, the same class as Chance, we got Rich Homie Kwan, Isaiah Rashad, hey. Ty Dolla Sign. There we go. Hey. But Lil Durk, Kevin Gates... Kevin Troy Ave. Kevin, Kevin Gates, Gates is dope. dope. Yeah, sure. Troy Ave. Really? Really? Yeah. You don't like Kevin Gates? No. What? I'm not. I don't love him, but I, no. I I like his music. All right. He's he's at least talented. I know a, a lot of other rappers who do the same thing he does better. I feel like. Shots yeah, I don't like. I don't okay, like I'm, I'm okay Shots with that. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Uh, who else is Big on Mensa, it? who's dope. Yeah. Lil Bibby, who's all right. John Connor, who we never heard from again. Jaron Benton, hey, who's shout pretty out. good. Rest Did the Terminator take this dude out? What happened to John Connor, B? <laughs> <laughs> Is he all right? <laughs> Is the future mankind Yo, at risk? He, he signed with Dre, right? I, and I that's, all, that's, all, that's all she wrote. Okay. That's it. <laughs> and August Alsina, who I guess is doing his thing. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, these lists don't really mean anything. Like, yeah. I don't know if they're picking the right people. Like, I love Rich Homie Kwan, but... Little thug, little thug, young thug, <laughs> U- ugly thug face. <laughs> I love that guy. Young thug eclipsed him so hard. It's like well, weird. Well, they can't. We can't really uh, project the success and rise of some of these yeah. people. The same year Kid Cudi was on, but Blue, I mean that's what the Blue list is for. It's like, yeah, no, that's the what list the list can't is for. predict the future. The list just puts it out there, and yeah. your direction for your career is what you make it. And if people, you know, respond to that or don't, that's that's up to them. But. It doesn't mean that it's solidified that these guys are going to go down in greatness. Yo, sure. I'm just going to say Fred the Godson made a double XL list and then I'm going to walk away. Message. <laughs> All right, we'll call it that. Okay. Um, well, can you mention something? Um, like, like nah, nah, nah. Save it for your podcast. Dude. We good here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who, who's this? Wait, I thought we, we were we, recording we, the Mega Late Show. Yeah, yeah. Do, do we, nah, go ahead. Do we have hey, a guest? Since you mentioned uh, Grown Man Music earlier, yeah. uh, earlier this month, Early this month, we got the 25th anniversary of the Death Certificate album from hey. Ice Cube. Oh, shit. Y'all know how I be feeling about Ice Cube, but word. Death Certificate is Is that solid. dope or is it not dope? It is dope. It is hella it dope. Is dope. 
that album has what I call probably one of the most underrated diss tracks ever. With Vaseline. Is no Vaseline on Death No Vaseline was on it. It was the uh, But I'm gonna have to stop you and say that is not underrated. That's one of the, like that's guaranteed top three diss track all the time. Three, but then again, you know, I'm not even going to mention the said website on YouTube, WatchMojo.com. Um, WatchMojo? Yeah, because they did a Sounds top suspect. 10. They did a, they did a top 10 diss records. And was was Cannabis Eating Ass number one on that? No. It okay. That's a shame. It was. Because, you know, bars. Cannabis Eating Ass? But how many, he said how the many bars to like, But you know what was on there? And it was the most obvious one, too. Most obvious diss record. Hit him up. Thank you. Hit him up. Is that number one? It was number one. Mm. By no surprise. I don't even think that's Tupac's best diss track, but okay. It's not, but it was. What's like Tupac's best diss track? It's on Machiavelli. Oh, are you talking about Hail Mary? Technically, it never no. got released no, no, no. because it was supposed no. to come. It was supposed to be on. I'm, the, I'm forgetting uh, the name, but maybe I shouldn't have said it if I can't remember the name. But I'm so bad with out, uh, track names. Hold on. Like hit him this up. Tracks. Like Hail Mary. Supposed uh, to be uh, on, Machiavelli. Like, people thought hit him up was gonna be on All Eyes on Me, but it it wasn't, and it wasn't on Machiavelli either. It's not it was, on anything. Uh, yeah, it's not. Yeah. It didn't come. It didn't come on anything until the Greatest Hits album in '98. Yo, that against track... all odds. That's a diss track. He disses everybody on that. I wouldn't he say that's is, his best track. I like it better than Hit Him Up, which has just a bunch of... Uh, what, what's dope about Hit Him Up is just the, the ad-lib. Like, he's like, that's why I fucked your bitch. He has a verse, and then we got a bunch of cats we don't care about. Well, I mean, it's dope I in guess the context lies, I guess, of flipping... Who's saying Fatal was going back? Who's dope, but... Of I flipping mean, the sample, and then, like, kind of flipping the lyrics they use also. Yeah. I mean, it's it's dope as a response record, kind of. Yeah. Well, even though that track originally wasn't a diss, but... I mean, it's hip-hop. It's dope to remix somebody's yeah. shit and then diss them. Oh, like. that's how you do it, yeah. yeah. And it was all about the timing, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was perfect. Like, he had a picture with Faith. Evans, not Faith Hill, yeah. and and then he like uh, was like, he, Yo. he said Faith Hill like two episodes. <laughs> There's a show with Faith Hill. Yo, come to Soul Camp, Erica Badu, De La Soul, and Faith, Faith Hill. Hill. <laughs> Yo, was that a country artist? Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Oh, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, the Tupac okay. the Tupac movie dropped yesterday, right? Oh, really? Yeah, the biopic yesterday. Really? And In theaters? Yeah. Did y'all hear what uh, Jada Pickett? Yeah, yeah, did. Y'all I did. Hear what Jada had to say? What's no. she saying? I guess her scene is totally fabricated. The yeah. scene she has in the in the movie, mm. it's like they just took like an amalgam of all these ideas and and little parts of a story that that happened between her and Tupac, and then, you know, made the scene in the movie for some type of artistic impact but it never happened what is Which, the scene it was a scene where he was arguing uh, with her backstage on some like love there was interest that, shit. and then there was the other scene where he would like he read a poem, poem to her he, yeah that poem never happened never happened which kind of throws into question the legitimacy of the entire story itself but that has to be questioned anyways during any biopic uh, especially with a hero within hip-hop i heard that john singleton wanted to have a rape if he would have directed the movie he would have had a rape scene in prison where Tupac was being raped. What the it's fuck? It's like, yo, wow. real, real, real strange shit. I also read, and this is like the most backhanded compliment I've heard in a long time. Rolling Stone magazine, magazine said that All Eyes on Me is one of the top 10 best films of June. 
This is the greatest of all time film that came out on July 15th, 2017. The greatest film that ever came out today, this year. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah that shit is... Uh, Wow, Shout out to June Films. <laughs> June Films doing it. I didn't even know that was a category. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's how they rating shit nowadays. The best of the month, top ten of the month. It's not a good look. And we we are on episode two. We talk about this movie coming out. If y'all want to go back and peep that episode two, D Dallinger, fifth member, fourth member of the squad. Fourth. But Damn we talk we talk about whether or not we want this movie to succeed and, and whether whether or not we think it's going to be dope. I'm thinking it's probably going to be right around the lines of Notorious. So not, so not quite, not quite straight out of Compton, no. but just no. I just somewhere. don't think so. Yo, can we go back to a death certificate? Okay, yeah. Bust well, it. kind of, kind of tangent, tangentially. Yeah. Uh, serendipitous. Serendipitous. I know serendipitous. the words. Serendipitous. Twenty-five going Sorry, strong. Yo, did y'all peep Ice Cube talking to Bill Maher? Yeah. What What did everybody think about that? Um, I mean, is that dope or is it not? I thought dope? it was. I, I thought there was parts of it that's dope. So I mean, it's good that we have a, a figure like Ice Cube to say that. His wasn't as eloquent as um, who else was on the show? Michael Eric Dyson. I, I wasn't really feeling what Michael Eric Dyson was saying. I, I, I appreciate Michael Eric Dyson's standpoint uh, from an, from an academic standpoint. Uh, I thought he was solid. I thought it was great. He made some solid points. The, my favorite moment in the Ice Cube beer Ma, uh, Bill Maher exchange was when Bill Maher was like, yeah, they said that. And then Ice Cube was like, I ain't say it, though. Mm. And it's like, yeah, sometimes you just need to do that. And count on a motherfucker like Ice Cube to say that. Because sometimes yep. Ice Cube going to do some real shit. I he's think, not jacking uh, other artists. Not, not to get into a whole N-word nigger conversation. But uh, I think everybody is free to their perspective on that. Bill Maher probably shouldn't have said it, but as a comedian, I think he should be able to say it when he wants to, like in a joking context. I don't think Ice Cube was right where he was like, yo... You you shouldn't do that if your show is a comedy show or if it's a political show. You got to decide. No, I think comedians I agree with you. should be able to you know do whatever they feel is funny. And that joke wasn't particularly funny, but I see what he was trying to do. It I just do didn't land. Yeah. I mean, Louis C.K. does similar things. I listen to so many podcasts with white comedians saying nigger. And I guess it's I don't really feel a certain way about it. I I um you know uh, of course none of us can speak for the larger community. Only through our experiences can we express how and we feel about the N word and things. You know that's one thing I didn't like about Ice Cube's thing. I don't like him the saying same that way, it feels like you get stabbed when you hear it. I actually like that metaphor of it's a knife. It can be used as a weapon or a tool. I like that metaphor, but. I don't like Michael Eric Dyson speaking for me. I don't like Ice Cube speaking for me. I don't like Al Sharpton speaking for me. I don't like Patrice O'Neal speaking for me. I don't like Patrice O'Neal going up to uh, Opie and Anthony and saying, yo, it's y'all can cool say whatever like you that. want. Yeah. yeah, I don't like I don't like any of that. In my opinion, it depends like on the context. Like my nigga Steez, my nigga Steez can say nigga all he wants. My nigga DJ Sue can say nigga all he wants. My homie, uh, white guy in Tokyo, 
I don't know. I don't know you, man. I don't know you. Bill Maher. Wait, my, my nigga, my white guy friend in Tokyo who's a comedian, who's using it in a joke to make a point, I might be fine with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I, it kind of reminds me of that open mic eagle line. Like, fuck you if you think that I speak for all black people. Fuck you if you think that I can't speak for all black people. Like, just do mm. do whatever... Do whatever experience it the way you want you know i'm a i'm i don't have distinctly black features but for some fucking reason in my head growing up around you know my family and and black folks like i've i've always used the term colloquially and um in even in california a lot of cats like steez could say it you know what i mean like not black dudes you know what i mean not with black fathers or whatever kids could say it and, and mexican cats would say it i've seen asian cats say it and I think I think that there's a sharp distinction in the hard ER in the A. The A is seeped so much into just culture that people feel like they got a pass to use it. I see young kids of all colors just dropping it left and right because the culture they experience is doing that without any kind of education on, on what it represents and how it sits and lands with people. Yo, I was out in Korea for an electronic music festival and running with a pack of Filipinos and they were just calling each other that the whole time. I mean, granted, yeah, they're yeah. from like the Bay Area, sh- Cali. Shout out to Tommy Villain who just made a post about that the other day. Yeah, that's who I was with. You know, I'm, I'm, my mom is Filipino and Japanese and, and I've been around Filipino culture my whole life. You know, I got so many Filipino cousins who are Filipino and white, uh, Nigapino, Filipino and everything, you know. Um, and Filipinos... Largely, especially in the United States, Filipinos are the group of people who are most likely to have interracial relationships with all other groups of people. Like, mm. uh, in, in our, in our, our, our people are represented by that. So many of us are mixed. Because they nasty. Because we nasty. <laughs> Yo, nasty. freaky. Grimy. I fuck with That's Filipinos. True. Hey, I love, I love all my Filipino people and whatnot. But yeah, notoriously. We'll drop that shit. Like when when my cousin Jason, who's a white Filipino cat, went to jail. You know who he was chilling with? He wasn't chilling with the Asians, because a lot of Filipinos don't don't identify as Asian. Mm. They identify more with Pacific Islanders. He was chilling with the blacks and the Samoans. The Samoans and the blacks chill together in jail, and that's where he was at. Word. And so shout out the cookie. When when he oh my god. <laughs> for, for our listeners that don't know cookie frightens me we'll get to that check out that kiowa episode with brooklyn terry but yeah um you know it's just it's just always been it's always been i don't know i've seen it a lot and when and because because i don't look explicitly black in my features especially my hair um when i'm dropping it around late casually or like when we just got into a fight and i'm all amped up and shit and i'm dropping it you know, I've 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 had it where people questioned my blackness and was like, "Yo, what, wait, wait, hold on." And I'm like, "Oh, I, I'm not even going to try to qualify why I can say it. If you feel disrespected, that's cool. If you want to catch hand, if you want to box about it, that's cool. But that's my place within the culture. So I definitely can't speak for black people when they say, "I don't like you saying nigger." Mm. And if that's how it is, that's cool. But for the most part, I've always had a pass on it. And I always feel like I will to a degree because my dad is black and Native American. Amen. And can we can we stop with the A and ER thing? Like I don't. That's not a distinction in my opinion. Like 
Those aren't two separate words. It's one word. You Yo, so? if you if you have the confidence to use the word, use it confidently. But if you're like, oh, I said it with an A, not an ER, <laughs> shut the fuck up and <laughs> don't even try whack. anything. Yeah, that shit's super bro. whack. It's really whack. I guess I guess because all the times that I've heard it used in uh, for a derogatory term, it's been with the hard ER. Mm. That I've never I've never heard well, somebody yeah, use it. You can definitely with an a. point them out. Yeah. Like, hey, bro. That was a that was a hard R on that one right there, man. Yeah, you're supposed to be listening to childish Gambino say like, "Come on, someone did a replay on that." You said it wrong. You said it. When you say it, it sounds so hateful. Do you want to run that back? But I feel you. You know, shout out to Ice Cube for just talking about it. He couldn't. He was already booked for the show. He was coming already before the situation happened. So he couldn't just sit there and be like. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. I'm promoting my album. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, But also shout out to Bill Maher for allowing the conversation. Not allowing, but for taking his lumps in public. Are you? I think that do was- you guys listen to and support Bill Maher? I listen to his show. He's... So am I allowing... Am I supporting... Sorry for the S. Allowing a little racism. Is that, is that what I'm doing? I don't think it was... That? I think in and of itself, a non-PLC, a white person using nigger i don't think that's racist just that act and bill maher i don't know bill maher but from watching his show or seeing him as long as i've been following him i don't think he is racist or has racist intentions of course everybody slips up and does some uh suspect shit but i i don't think that joke was some suspect shit i just think it was a bad joke i think the, the larger point that Michael Eric Dyson was making is that how, because of his whiteness, he doesn't notice where he's overstepping boundaries and, and, and doing these type of things. And I think that's also indicated in Bill Maher's perception of somebody like Wayne Brady, who he doesn't feel mm. is black enough. You know what I mean? And how is Wayne Brady yeah, not Wayne black? Said he I mean, he's black. He's, you know what I mean? So, I mean, well, yeah, Wayne I, Brady I, is I as black as you can be. That too. He's black. These dudes get really comfortable. They may date a black chick or two, and they're like, oh yeah, I got a pass, I'm good. But, nah, nigga, with an A, nah. It's all, it's all, like, they always look at that as, as their pass. Like, like, yeah, I dated a black yep. chick, and I think I can get away with it. Same, like, same shit out here, man. Like, I got some of these, Some I of these got... dudes, and especially some of these girls, oh yeah, act a little too familiar. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of. I got black an, I got an ex that would like Japanese girls. Yeah, like I, I don't to... I don't know how many. Uh, not going into anybody's business, but has anybody ever dropped that with y'all? Yeah, because I have that yes. experience also. Facebook posts in person. Uh, yes, especially in Okinawa, they get over there. They start messing around with the. With the uh, with the black military cats, and they want to put on a tar brush a little bit, and act a little black, and, and get really familiar, and they start dropping it more than the homies. Mm. You know what I mean? It's easy for them to say. They get that yeah, slang like, immediately. They're like bitter, if I, bitter. If I just add yo and the n word at the end of the sentence, I fit just fine. And uh, right there at the stop, I'm like, hold up, nobody invited you to the black barbecue. Yeah. I don't yeah. see a plate with your name on it, so. But shout out to the Black that. Barbecue. Love, I love listening to, to Little John. Brush down there. a little bit. Man. I love that vibe. <laughs> they like to use it when it's convenient. But, but yo, it's like um, like sometimes I'll be like hide the kunkun or you know I may say par when I'm around Steve. 
I don't know anything about uh, Guam culture or tomorrow culture. Like uh, with these kids out here, they'll be like flicking each other off in class, and oh. the teacher will see them. The the Japanese teacher will see them, and they won't say anything because it's like when we like do like an Italian fuck you gesture that we've seen in movies and shit. It doesn't mean anything to us because yeah. we're not connected right. to them, and it doesn't mean anything to them like the bird or right. nigger. It doesn't mean anything. It's just like, oh, that's what they do. Yeah. I can, I can say it's, this. It's removed more. from the historical elements that make right. it what it is. It's it's so far removed from that. But yo, this is a this is a good build um, about about that segment. Uh, thanks for bringing up that death certificate joint, Sue. Yo, I wanted to ask one more thing, but should we move on? I think I think we probably should. Um, yeah, about forty five minutes. Yeah, all right, we're. Yo, Chappelle, yo, wrap it up, you got shit you man. streak speeds by. Sonic the Hedgehog, too fast for the naked eye. Sonic the Hedgehog. This is Takashi Murakami. You are listening to. Let's do. Let's go into the weather report. All right. All right. We're already rolling. It's it's coming right now. You want to go first, late? Uh, yeah, I can do that. Okay. Oh shit! Weather. Oh, weather. Weather. So you gotta make noises. Rainy, windy, hot, what is that? Hail hitting a car? Ba da da dang! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be weather sound. Did I say no bumper clap? Pussy hole sees. Right. Boom clap, baby. All right. Yo, uh, my so weather report weather... today. Oh, Pussy go ahead. Estes. Let me introduce. Okay, so our weather report for our new listeners is where we share a track that we're bumping right now. It could be brand new, it could be old, it could be whatever. Um, it's how we just feel. What's in the headphones? What's in the deck? So we're going to go ahead and let uh, Late get started. Yo, uh, the quality isn't so good because it's a preview from the artist himself. Can I get more volume on this, please? Um, hold on. This is someone maybe I have mentioned on the show before, but definitely to the other people Go ahead and bust in it. MLS. Little Ugly Man <laughs> preview of a future project he's working on. If you're not familiar with Lil Ugly Man, artist out of Virginia, very uh, cult following kind of artist. He put out an album that was very influenced by Memphis Rap 36, like old, not horrorcore, but. Yeah. Project Pat type of shit. 
lots of like uh, drugged out, not drugged out. I don't know, man. It's hard to describe. If you if you know old 36, you know what I'm talking about. It's like slow down samples, very kind of exaggerated gangsterism. You know, but, it's it's hard for like I know exactly what you're talking about, but it's hard for me to put that into words. Yeah, exactly. Like the, but but once you mention it, I already have a feel for it. Like right, like a humid like, day. If you know what I'm talking about when I say Memphis, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. And that's how he like kind of came to prominence. But he kind of evolved as an artist and started dealing with his own personal things. Maybe he has some like. He was a former like experimental music maker or like what was he he's doing? he's done a lot of shit i guess he was like in a punk band he was also uh making experimental noise music okay that's what i heard he's pretty prolific as an dude? artist yeah he's a white guy i've, n- I've only heard of him I've actually never really followed any if you know like raider clan or anybody who was coming out of florida like denzel curry it's kind of similar to that sound also but i think a lot of people are leeching off a little ugly man's uh influence word but nowadays he's he's not as much as a character as he was when he was doing the memphis stuff because it kind of sounded like he was a, a a zombie gangster almost but now he's like more he himself weird tracks man like uh, i'm lugubrious bitch yeah. i'm lugubrious <laughs> yo that shit is dope yo bro. i got it on the ipad man but yeah he has this one track where he talks about meeting his homie who was like maybe an addict and his homie was like yo i'm clean but then he was like he could tell that his homie wasn't clean that's one of my favorite tracks from him he's like so honest on that track and lyrically little ugly man's amazing i think I gotta go. Uh, you you just hit me to some of his other projects the other day, and uh, I'm mean, I'm trying to pick them up so I could give it more listens. Yeah. It definitely sounds like something I fuck with. So yeah, shout out to Lil Ugly Man. He's dope. Also, Lil Ugly Man is one of the reasons why I fuck with my favorite rapper Nicholas F so much because he produced one of his tracks. Uh, oh yeah, Lil Ugly Man, also known as Sean Kemp, as a producer is fucking incredible Sean Kemp shout out to the Seattle Supersonics I had those Reebok kamikazes back in the day because the parents didn't have the money for the Jordans so I had to downgrade to those camps your boy also was wearing shacks back in the day yeah the Penny Hardways yo uh so you next yeah yeah I'll bust it next alright so uh let me go ahead and unpackage this a little bit uh my my joint like alright so it's summer right um and I was like, a lot of albums strike me as summer albums, and some of them strike that nostalgia for me. So I, I went and uh, I put on this album. It's by Off White, who is a Filipino cat from Chicago. He used to be with uh, Galapagos 4, which was kind of a fairly large imprint for independent backpack type of hip hop hip hoppers, four element hip hoppers back in the day. They had like Typical Cats, Quasar, Quell. People have heard of Typical Cats because they had a song on like one of the Tony Hawk pro skater joints right Mm -hmm. so uh, like this album this album came on uh, or it came on randomly and i was like yo this always reminds me of summer and i went back and i looked and it turns out that this album just turned 15 15 years old on the 15th so like two days ago and it just reminds me of of summer and uh it really is that kind of like backpacker rap but i like this joint it's called compliments and novelties by off-white on his fifth son album which is like some aztec mayan type of shit but mm. uh the cadence he goes off is really dope he's a filipino cat so i like to represent uh with those dudes uh yeah yeah so let me let me go ahead and blast it 
Yo, kind of uh, sidebar. Do you know Pigeon John? Yeah, absolutely. Do you what? He's, he's, yeah. Yeah. Pigeon John is dope. Okay. And a legendary, a legendary MC who was down with the Good Life Cafe, all the Project Blodians, uh, Shapeshifters crew. And, is he yeah. Project Blow? Nah, he's not Project Blowed, but he was definitely MCing at the Good Life Cafe in the early '90s. Yeah, so, um, I just all this. <laughs> uh, off white. Off white. <laughs> I just need the name. Yeah, off white. But he, um, he definitely kills the cadence. It's a real summer type track. Let's let it ride for a second. Yo, for some reason, this reminds me of a Japanese rap style a little bit. Yeah. He, um, he, he comes from that Freestyle Fellowship cloth. Like, his first album he recorded in two days and it kind of became it kind of became a big thing like uh, in the underground squints but this whole album is good it's got a lot of jams on it it's real dope he's got a distinct voice and rhyme pattern so he gets off Chicago Off-White yeah but spelled W-H-Y-T-E is he still doing one work doing things I don't know I haven't heard of him in a while man but I thought it was pretty dope that this shit is exactly 15 years old on the you know 15. on the day that I was listening to it and shit Real serene. Yeah. He just comes up in the the flow, the cadence. This reminds me of chilling with my with my nephew K Rock. Like you know, my nephew K Rock's a G GD for real, and uh, he still loves this shit too. And I do too. Cadence goes off. What's the name of the track? Compliments and novelties. The album is the Fifth Son. I'm fucking with it. I like it. 2002 was 15 years ago. Fuck yeah. I had just graduated high school, man. 2001. No doubt. Class of 02? Uh, class of really? 01. Yeah. Yo, y'all niggas old as fuck, man. Yeah, man, a lot of people tell me that, but I feel like I look good. Y'all ain't know. Exactly. Yeah, Consequences right. and... Uh, compliments and novelties by my man, Off-White. He's got a lot of dope joints on that, man. Got a lot of dope joints on that. Um, tracks with Quell, Quasar, the 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 lead track, The Merchant is Dope. Uh, Alpha oh. Beta has like a reverse joint on it. It is on Spotify, so yeah. I'll be um, keeping that later. Yeah, it's 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 a real hip hop hip hoppy type of album, you know, but kind of progressive, experimental in some points. So uh, definitely peep that, get with that, Dope shit. pay attention to that. Uh, I'm speaking. I was speaking to my mic all wrong, to my distance from the mic proper. Sorry, let's do it. Uh, let's get let's get um let's get Eris to join on here. Okay, I'm going up. Sue. Uh, oh, can I get that ox? Uh, he he's gonna run your oh. weather report joint. What is this? Is this little ugly face? <laughs> uh, little gangster man? Uh, ugly man face? Ugly man face. Why don't we, uh, why don't we listen to it and we can find out? Queens 
Oh, this is LL Cool J. The original Drake. I love this track, man. This is one of my favorite tracks of all time. Yes, yes. Yo, actually, like the three tracks on this, I, I think it starts with this. I think it's like no, old school, uh, old like Death Around the 15. Corner. Yeah, track well, I mean the run. Oh, in, in order. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's like this, Death Around the Corner, and then the last track. What is the last track? Uh, Death Around the Corner may be the last track. I can't remember. But like those, that three track sequence is fucking amazing. Word. This also has like uh, Temptations on it, right? Yeah. I love that video too. Yo, like I said, it's like my favorite album. Like that and the Clemenine. Those are like, I, I can never decide which one is my favorite album. It has uh, so many tears on it as well. Yes. Dear Mama. It ain't Me easy. Me Against the World. Yo, okay. this shit is it's amazing. Old school, Fuck the World, Death Around fuck the Corner, the and then Outlaw. Fuck the World, man. It ain't easy. Yeah, this is my favorite Tupac album. Undoubtedly my favorite Tupac album. Yeah. Uh, my favorite track is actually the second one. The second track off the album, uh, If I Die Tonight. Yo, I love that intro, man. Where he's like, uh, where it has the, uh, the news reports. Yes. And then it just... Go straight into him, man. They said, put this paper That was the Great. sickest intro. Yeah. Yo, shout out to Tupac, man. His birthday's, what, yesterday? yesterday. Tupac, like, uh, we were talking about Jay-Z earlier, how right? How old would he have been if he didn't die? Wouldn't he be, like, in his 40s? Yeah, 46. Yeah, he died at 26? 25. 25? 25? Yeah, he'd be 46, 47. Damn, still young. He could be president. He's not Native American. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's true. Maybe he's the original man. He's named after a Native American. Yeah, Tupac, Amaru, Shakur. Yeah. But uh, we, we were saying earlier where I was talking about like the high water mark of success in hip hop. Like I said, Jay Z is kind of the high water mark of success in hip hop. But Tupac is kind of outside of the stratus of hip hop. I he's he. I feel like you can't talk about Tupac without placing him as a revolutionary almost first before his music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because even though his music is largely how he voiced, you know, his thoughts to the people, a lot of his shit was pretty revolutionary. Even though it takes some turns where it's like he becomes bishop from Juice for a part of his career, but it's like, you know, Yo, my man he's was... a Gemini though. Yeah, that's true. My man was the head of the Black Panthers at like 15 or 16 or something like that. He was like officially like a leader in the actual Black Panthers, like while going through puberty. Like Tupac is definitely a revolutionary activist. Before we started considering activists like activists, that's what he was about more than acting or rapping. It was it was central to his his nature, to who he was. I mean, he was raised. He came up to like be, his family yeah. members, man. Look at Afini, whoever his father is. Like he's a product of the Black Panther movement in the seventies when shit was real. Like that's just his mentality, or it was his mentality. You know, like I said, I I kind of. I will victim shame Tupac a little bit for the way he died because I feel like in a lot of ways he put himself into those into those situations. But um, undoubtedly, the most prolific figure in hip hop history. I, I think you could say that prolific, meaning that 
it touches the entire world as not just music but as a figure in american history and 50 years from now we could put 50 uh you know tupac on a two dollar bill or some shit yo there's probably a lot of uh white people running around saying nigga because of tupac tupac probably deserves to be in that songwriting hall of fame and fuck anybody that's running around talking about uh tupac was fake and uh he wasn't really a gangster uh he wasn't trying to be a gangster man yeah my bad for that uh the hate you give little children thug life uh the hate you give little children or little infants fucks everyone fuck anybody who doesn't agree with that man tupac was about upliftment and trying to bring us up as yep. a people and you remember um what was it he he broke down what the word nigga meant mm. never ignorant about getting goals accomplished yeah never ignorant getting goals accomplished yo shout out to tupac man Oh, Temptation. That's my song. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and let the whole joint run with Tupac instrumentals now. Down for that. Yo, let's uh, let's go ahead and do a quantum leap into the topic. Right. Yeah. Okay. So um, today we've got DJ Sue from the Three Black Geeks podcast. Before, should we should we talk to him a little bit about the podcast, how they got together before we go into the topic? Yeah, let's 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 hear about DJ Sue himself. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Three Black Geeks got started, ooh, I want to say around 2009-ish. Um like my my Yo, two- y'all old as hell, man. Y'all are really old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, well, this st- is 2017 and shit. Like, like for real, we started like, like we started doing this thing right around the time when podcasting was like in its near infancy. Right. Y'all started before Mark Maron and shit. Yeah, and at first we tried to do the whole YouTube thing, and that didn't work out. And we said, "Screw it, let's do a podcast." And we sat down and just recorded us talking about just random stuff from movies, sports, video games, comic books, you name it. I mean, we've even talked about like super obscure stuff like like what is it? Old 1970s Italian uh, horror films like uh, like that cannibal movies. Yeah, yeah, about. Cannibal what is Ferox. Suspirio or whatever the fuck that movie but, is. But do y'all fuck with Blackula? But you know that's that's I do believe that's on our list. We have like a yeah. freaking catalog of yeah. movies that we See got. Y'all, y'all had Jackie Chan month last month, right? Yep. Listen to a couple of those. Yeah, Entertaining. We did. We did, uh, we did Jackie Chan month. We did three years of Jackie Van Chan Damme. month. Yeah. They they review. Well, they they talk about like four. Five. It's like four movies. Four Jackie Chan joints. I, Yo, what I do prefer you... to call him Jack Chan now. I just like that better. Jack, Jack Chan. Chan. Jack Chan. Jack Chan. Try to get that started. Jack Chan. Yo, <laughs> what what do you think about that Drunk that movie he put out with uh, Jet Li where he was like, oh, Forbidden Kingdom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. disappointing. <laughs> disappointing. Hashtag disappointing. Two incredible. It, it was a fantasy was, film yeah. for one. That's like a yeah. McGregor uh, Mayweather. It was fight. it was a super <laughs> it was a super fantasy film. So it was like yeah, Mayweather. Disappointing. Like, favorite, favorite Jack Chan, Jack Chan. Favorite Jack Chan film. Go. Oh God, uh, Legend of Drunken Master. Uh, the original Wait, is, with is the uh, sequel, with Naughty Panther. No, the sequel. Oh, Drunken Master. Is he, he's in Winners and Sinners, right? I think he's in that, that one. Yo, Uh-oh. that's the one right there. Rumble in the Bronx, baby. I was gonna say Rumble, Rumble in the Bronx, but we're not. Classic, classic TNT material, man. Super Cop. 
Mm. Oh god. That that I like Supercop because I used to jack off to this one scene. <laughs> <laughs> Where the girl, like that, they were Continue. in the shower. Like the, the the Asian chick is in the shower, and like in order for the water to come out, she got a pump, and wait. so she's like pumping, she's like stomping on the little pedal it's, for the water. Wait, wait, wait! That wasn't Super Cop. That was Armor of God. I'm pretty sure I was jacking off the Super Cop. It was but, Armor of God. That's what <laughs> I mean, you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I might have to do. I might have to do the Googles, but yeah. Trust. We did a podcast on Armor of God. Y'all was jacking off to it too. Not Shout out to old like... cats without porn. <laughs> You're talking about jerking it, jerking it in 95. I mean, look, I mean, look, I do remember that scene. Honey had some cheeks on it, so I'll give it that. Man, she had a little bit of the pancake booty, but I was with it because I just needed that. (laughs) But, but no, we, no, we, we took, we did, uh, we did Jackie Chan month. We did Eddie Murphy month. We did, uh, we did three years worth of uh, Van Damme month. We, no, we talked about Bruce Lee. I think we talked about one of Bruce Lee's movies. And, we got some. We got some other stuff. We did video game. Of course, we did video game movies. Word. And we do. We have our own sports show. Yo, uh, sorry to cut you off, DJ Sue, but can you can you talk more about like, like I know you mentioned before, like your homies are in the DC area, DMV. Yeah. Like, you're also from there. I'm yes. Assuming. Can you talk about like how you how you became how you are? You know what I'm saying. Of just like of how the three of us came to specifically you, oh, just like me. you're from DC, you're out okay, here in Japan now. All right, you're well, into like yeah. Well, these I came. Things. Well, I was an army brat before okay. I came to DC, and after I left Germany, came over to DC. Oh just, shit! You're, are you born in Germany? Yeah, Heidelberg, Germany. Cool. Lived there for ten years and then came over here. Saw the Berlin Wall come down. Too. That's why you oh, want Schwarzenegger to be oh, president wow. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? See, this is why we can't have that. This is why we can't have that. <laughs> Told y'all. Even su- though he's from suspect. Austria, I know I'm. Suspect. It's around the corner. Yeah, it's around same, the same. Suspect. Same, same. I'm telling you, man. We need a Native American. It's Twenty president. minutes out. I want young Magic. gray horse to be I president. <laughs> I wonder why you love Predator so much. <laughs> Holy shit. Hell yeah, Predator's a movie, man. Yeah. When he yeah, shook my head, he said, to the he said, Stylin, you son of a bitch. Oh, shit. I can't believe that movie's 30 years old, too. 30 years old. I heard Jean-Claude Van Damme oh, yeah? was supposed to you be the Predator. for the anniversary? Yep. He was the Predator. No, he wasn't, but he was supposed to be. I think it yeah, was going to be like a he real kept, fast dude. He kept falling over. And they fought because he didn't want to do it. There was like, yo, we don't need the predator to do the splits. <laughs> we need something more aggressive. Jean Claude. You know, oh god, Jean Claude was the predator at one point. <laughs> yeah, they yes. were gonna cast him, but you know, I'm glad they went a different direction. Yeah, Kevin. Uh, shout outs to Kevin Peter Hall. Shout out but, to Jesse the Body. But but no, I came out in D.C. and I met my two friends, uh, D and C.J. And we've been friends pretty much since high school. And you can you, tell, you can tell your um, uh, the dynamic between you guys on, on the podcast. It seems like you guys have known each other for a while. It's like in a way we we were podcasting before we podcasted. You know what I mean? Right. We would just we would get together and just yeah. talk about stuff. Oh, yeah. that's how. We, yeah. And we would just say, you know what? Why what we would always ask this question. Why do we? Why are we not recording this? Because we will have a really, really good conversation, and one of us will say, "Why are we not recording?" Yo, one of the first conversations I we had together is why we even do the podcast. Because I 
like the second or third time I met Mega, mm. some bystander was like, yo, y'all should do a podcast. By the way, that was me. <laughs> it was you? Well, yeah, I know it was me. Fitz Ambrose was, was with us too. I was in between both y'all and I was like, yo, this is a good conversation within 10 minutes. I, was like, I think we were we talking about drill music being like, I, I think it's a little bit of, thug, I feel like there's a little bit of fake news. I, I'm pretty sure it was Fitz Ambrose. I think Steve was inserting himself. He was, he was, he was there. I know for sure. Steve was there, but I don't but know I if he was the one. I was between you guys. Who the fuck is Fitz Ambrose? Motherfucker taking my credit? Hell no. So, like, so, I mean, so after we got together and just started podcasting man we just started seeing our numbers grow and i think y'all got a lot of listeners huh? we do like tell them about us get out hey because we got like what five how many members are there there's five of us so we got six listeners okay <laughs> shout out to chisato <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and look, we st- like when we put ourselves out. We we didn't think that we were gonna grow to the numbers that we got, but we were really surprised. But you've been doing it since 2009, you said. Yeah. Well, like 20, like 2009 was when we started. Oh, we shit. moved everything over to uh, like to different websites in 2012 because we were on Podomatic, iTunes. We How was it when y'all were starting out? Um, it, it was pretty cool because when we started out, we had. We had like a good year of just getting together, whether it was at my house or, you know, each other's houses. And then I got the job offer to come to Japan and we said, okay, we're getting on Skype. We're going to keep this thing going. And we've been doing it ever since. Yo, how are you liking it out here? I've enjoyed myself. I have. It's it's been good, you know. I haven't like stayed in one part of Japan. Like when I first came here and I met up with you, I was living in Tochigi, and then that that following year I moved out to Nagoya. Loved it out there, and then I moved. Is out. Nagoya dope? I think it is. You know, if you're if you're one of those guys that likes it, that likes you like the city, but you don't need all of the city like Tokyo. Is that Tokyo. dope or is it not? Dope? Uh, yes. Nagoya is very dope. I'm fucking with Tokyo, man. I don't think I can handle yeah. living in some other parts, man. Look, Even look, Osaka, like I like the Okinawa I like the okay. the feel of Osaka, but I don't know if I could live out there. You know what I mean? I can't. I can't. I don't think I can move back to Okinawa until like I need a backyotomy and can't fucking walk around anymore or some shit. Like I need a, you know, when, when I need a car, I'll move to Okinawa. Well, when I was out in Nagoya, Nagoya was straight because I lived like right down the street from Nagoya Station, mm. so I was in the middle of everything. And that's why I love it. But then I moved out here to Tokyo. Tokyo was Tokyo was cool, but I've already lived in Tokyo like twice. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of like I felt like I was outgrowing the place. You know, I didn't like really explore a lot of the Tokyo like I wanted to. You know, thanks to jobs and all it, that stuff. But I mean, you you out here now like all the time though. Yeah, I am. Like, you you were just DJing last weekend. Yeah, right? I was. Like I was out in like now I live out in Gunma. And because where I live, there is really nothing. I, I always find myself coming where back here. Where are you in here. Guma? Tatebayashi. Okay. So. Yo, do you go to, uh, yo, what's the name of that bar? United. No, no, no. Fuck United. <laughs> Fuck United. Now, I used to go to this bar in, uh, in Tatebayashi. I, I mentioned it before on the podcast. Uh, what episode was that? With D Dallinger, actually. There's, like... A group of DJs that's been there like every Sunday. Really? And one of the DJs actually won the Japanese DMC. Uh-huh. Like he's out there. Yo, what's, the, 
Jesus and Yo, I don't know. I don't remember the name of the bar, but yo, that's it's, a, in it's, a legit, it's in Tatabayashi. I'm gonna have to look. It's right word. down from the station, man. Yeah, you should go. Okay. Yeah, I'll check that it's a good out. Good spot. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll uh we'll get your your media information towards the end of the show, but let's let's move on to the topic. Can I ask? All right. Can I ask a question to transition into that? Sure. Yo, geek culture. Yes. Or culture not necessarily associated with black people, POC people. Uh, maybe this otaku shit that uh, other countries leech on to that leaks out of Japan. Shout out to Nayo. How did you get into all this stuff? What are you into and how did you get into it? Well, I got my... Like, I started out with, with games. Mm. You know, just video games. Um, I, I started collecting comic books but not like marvel or dc like i read them but i wasn't like actively collecting them um the only comic book i like ever truly collected when i was a kid was sonic oh shit yo yeah. i used to do that shit son. i like, i got like <laughs> i got like almost every issue of sonic really yeah oh i'm not as heavy in the game as you and, but yeah i definitely know who mecha knuckles is right shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> my man's a mecha knuckles <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, yeah. there were so many specials too like i think there's almost about 530 individual issues yo of they sonic. got actually when i started getting back into comics i was like yo they're still making con- sonic comics they and just ended it this year really yeah Yo, that shit got it got deep. There were so many characters really and lines and a lot of shit. Let me let me see if we can unpackage like what is geek culture to you? Do you draw a distinction between like geek culture and nerd culture? I've always uh, between geek and nerd culture to me, I always felt that they were one and the same. See, I've always kind of made a distinction between the two. I felt that geek culture was like a a a, reg- a typical person who just had uh, an intense interest in something that was not necessarily popular like sports or something so I've always considered myself a geek but I've always thought that a nerd was somebody that was like socially awkward or their interest made it so they were not able to you know conduct themselves like a normal person or a typical person in general so i was kind of confused by like nerdcore rap because it's like that's nerdy stuff geeky Mm. stuff but nerd always resonated with me as somebody who was like in their mom's basement whereas geek culture is like just culture has always been just kind of closely related to the mainstream when i was growing up in the 90s collecting comic books we had the you know the, the bubble burst comic books were hugely popular yeah but i was more geeky because because um you know whereas people were getting their comic book information from like the x-men cartoon i was actually reading and following comic books this is an era where if you wanted to follow comic books you went to the comic book and baseball card shop right you know and there were shops like that and the people that were there were geeks those were people who had interest in these things but were normal you know like typical dudes and i didn't i don't i don't know if i really recognized that I was a little bit of an outsider to more of my people of color friends. Cause you know, comic books is, most things in the United States is like widely white, white culture embracing. Comic book industry is the same. Majority white characters, majority white, middle-aged white writers who are doing these things. And I didn't really look to 
look look at myself as an outsider within that culture i saw myself as a person a part of that subculture but it seems as though now that uh what, what might be considered geek culture, like hip-hop culture, has been so intensively siphoned by whatever mechanism there is in popular culture and capitalism that their geek culture and hip-hop culture are indistinguishable from mainstream culture. Like, they are culture now, especially with comic book films becoming so popular that it's just like everybody knows who Thor is. And nobody knew who Thor. I mean, right. they knew Thor, but nobody was. Right. I was the dude arguing that Thor would beat the Hulk, you know, all my childhood. And now people are like, yeah, which is fake know. news. Nah, man, Thor will wreck. Thor will wreck Hulk. Nah. We can get into that later. Thor I'm will to, wreck Hulk. I'm gonna I'm hit you with some facts. Absolutely B. not. You gonna tell me I read comic books? Straight Hulk? up, Incredible Hulk. Nah, don't get that dude angry. Infinite strength, unlimited. Oh, there's no such okay. thing as infinite okay. anger. There's no such thing as infinite anger. Let's. Thor versus Hulk. It's it depends on how fast Thor hits him with something. It also depends on who's writing the comic. It True. always depends on who's writing the comic. But power set for power set, Thor should win every time. He should. Impossible. He should win every time. Impossible. Let's not, let's let's get back to <laughs> let's get back to. No, here's an even better argument: Hulk versus Wolverine. Hulk. Hulk yeah, all day. Yeah. It's Wolverine. No, no dude. Hulk no grabs. Way. Hulk would just. Hit him on the ground. Actually, so his brain was mush. This regenerate from that. This wasn't a ground. This wasn't a Not good comic. This Not wasn't breaking. a good comic. Not breaking. Ultimate Wolverine versus Hulk. That's pretty much what would happen. Like Hulk rips him in half and like throws him. Yeah. Like, but how do you break the, the most unbreakable metal? And he doesn't have to break. He just has to like squish him, like Mega was saying. But uh, his healing factor. He, Hulk also has a healing factor. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Hulk wins every time. Hulk beats five Wolverines. And like Hulk I said, tired, the matter Hulk wow, gets, it depends. the more intense his powers get. Like, like if it's a if it's a drawn out match, like if they're May Mayweathering each other, Hulk beats anybody. Because Hulk doesn't He doesn't beat down. Superman. He, he doesn't beat Thor. He doesn't beat Shazam. Hulk he doesn't beat Black Adam. He doesn't beat. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even beat Goku. All right. But 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 what I wanted what I wanted to get out uh, with you, uh, DJ Sue, is yeah. like. You guys are three black geeks. Is the black is your blackness central to your interest in geek culture? Does it play a major role in your um, kind of dissect, dissection of geek culture and what is important to you within geek culture? Well, from my like from my point of view, um, I wouldn't say our blackness necessarily. Like we don't put that at the at the forefront. You know, we just come off as just. Three guys from the DMV that just love to sit around and talk about nerd shit. Word. So. <laughs> it just so happens that they're black. Exactly. We just so happen to be black. And A or E R. <laughs> I'm not going there with you, Blade. Really important distinction. Please tell us. But no, we. You know, all we do is we just. Um, we just. I don't want to say provide, but we like we're influencers in in the culture of of like black geeks and podcasting you know because we're not the only ones there's like a whole bunch of yeah us. there's a lot of black um a lot of black geeks you know? like um black hokage and a lot of a yeah, lot of black dudes hokage. Yeah. black hokage no god no we, we weren't the first nah, we I mean, weren't first not even close but yeah. we, there's 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 i mean 
I've been black black geeks my whole life. All my my friends growing up, like there was not a real distinction between like hip hop culture and and geek culture. For we all played games, we all knew comics, we all read comic books, and like in in hip hop culture, there has been a very sharp intersection between two. One of my favorite MCs, MF Doom, wears a Doom mask and has this caricature uh, of Doom. You had old tracks like uh, the Coco Brothers over the Super Mario beat, Secret Wars, where it's like Incredible Hulk versus Red Man. Uh, comic, uh, Hieroglyphics crew had comic books published in the 90s. KRS-One had comic book in the 90s. Yo, that's that's, Just, that's uh, the perfect uh, jumping off point as any, man. Also, Shout out to the Hulk. Also, uh, Just Blaze. Like, y'all know where he got his name from, right? Do y'all know? No, I don't. Know. I don't know his story. His name is Justin, I think. Yeah, but his uh, but his name Just Blaze actually came from the character Blaze from Streets of Rage. Oh, I didn't know that. Yo, let's He's... play this game, man. I'm ready. All right, y'all ready for the game? Hold on. Before we do that, yo, shout out to your screensaver, man. Oh, that yeah. was a whole bunch of dope shit. Who was that artist? Um, it's, I forgot the name of the artist, but if you were to just type in like abstract, like Marvel abstract art. Yo, it's like images. digital pictures, like kind of cubic, yeah, polygon yeah. style. And he had like Heath, Heath Ledger, Joker, uh, Jared Leto, Joker, Optimus, Optimus Prime, Captain America, Ultron, uh, Ky- Kylo Ren, is that his name? Yeah, Kylo Ren. Stormtroop, like it was a whole bunch of characters from pop culture and it looks really dope. So, yeah, like I, I love this stuff. I actually found it off of um, Marcus, like Marcus Brownlee's uh, YouTube channel. Shout outs to uh, NKBHD. Okay. He's a uh, he's. We don't a really like YouTuber. talk about other podcasts on the show, but that's. Not, no. <laughs> well, he's a YouTuber. Can't he, talk about other podcasts. He's I not a podcast. He's actually he's a YouTuber. He's a tech YouTuber. So, gotta give him, and he's black. Hey man, gotta represent. I'm just trolling. So anyway, a, y'all ready to a or E R. Yeah, yeah, bust it. Um, let's get let's get an auxiliary for you. Let's do this thing, y'all. So the object of this game is for you to tell me what game does the sample come from? Mega Man. You haven't even started yet, but anyway. Excite Bike. <laughs> oh. Final fight. But first, I'm gonna play like I'm gonna play the uh, like I'm gonna play the sorry I'm gonna play the, the hip hop song. First. Okay. All right. All right. This one is from Wiz Khalifa. Oh, I already know this. It's Chrono Trigger. Next. <laughs> and you fucking with the Mega Late Show, brother. You need to come correct. Okay. I'm spinning paper. I got it, so I blow it. Herbie? No, that's uh, a. I'm a psychic. Captain of the spaceship. Fucking with the pilot. That's Sega. That's a Sonic. That's like green, green, green zone or green emerald hill zone. Green yes. hill zone. This is the Sonic, oh, no, 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 the Sonic no, no, no. level. I got it right, so he got it right. This is this is green hill zone. Gotcha. I never played that game, but it sounds Sonic. Good. Sonic. The very first Sonic. Sonic one. All the Sonics, right? Sorry. I just meant to hit this drop. You gotta get on it with the drops, man. You better bring the paper back. Okay. So now next one. This one is from Childish Gambino. Zombies ate my neighbors. Oh, that's I appreciate game. y'all's enthusiasm. We should do that at Sunday Replay. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, check it out. Castlevania? No. This is a Nintendo game? Like Super NES? Nintendo. Super? Metroid? No. 
No, there was no Metroid on Super Nintendo, right? There was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was. Yeah, the sample changed or is it just this? I don't know. Let me get to the original. Let me get to the end. Play the original. I don't know, F-Zero? I have no fucking idea. Oh, wait, wait, like I know RPG. that, I know that, I know that. Do you know? I know that. Echo the Dolphin? No. <laughs> this is I guess, though. It was a good Shout out to Echo the Dolphin. Shout out to Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> this sample, the sample was from Aquatic Ambience from Donkey Kong Country. Oh, oh I knew I knew that. Yo, Donkey Kong is one of those black characters I was telling you about that really? I identify. I think Donkey Kong is black, man. I never saw that. Because this is the, yeah, this is the original. This is his the, son's name is Diddy. Yeah. <laughs> Diddy Kong. <laughs> That's black. I'm telling you, man, Sega Genesis, man. That's uh, okay, I, I do recognize this. That's all I put. Right. Shout out to those graphics on uh, N64. Oh, man. I miss Rare. I miss old school Rare right before they got picked up by Microsoft. Yo, that Donkey Kong game sucked, though. I liked it a little Which bit. One? The Donkey the Kong N64 Country. One. Oh, the N64. I thought it was okay. I thought it was all right. This is some revisionist history and shit. Like, that was dope when it came out, right? The racing was better. Diddy Kong racing? Yeah. I didn't fuck with that. It was good. It wasn't as good as Mario Kart, but it They was rode good. around in, like, Cadillacs and shit? <laughs> they black, <laughs> right? 20 He's not inch. Black, they like little planes and stuff. It was pretty Yo, funny. Donkey Kong. Sue, is Donkey Kong black or is he some. Uh, is he Native American? What Sue, is he? Donkey Kong. A or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A or E-R. I don't know. Let's think Yo, about it. Yo, he's from the Congo. He's got to be black. The Congo. He's, he's going from the islands, man. <laughs> he, he's from the islands? Definitely he's from, from the, the Congo, baby. So he's a product oh, of the Latin diaspora. Islands? He might be. He, he's Guyanese. He's with the Komodo dragons and shit. I want to say. <laughs> he's tomorrow. Oh, oh, shit. Wrap it up. Next one. Next one. Next one is from Don Kennedy called uh, Locals Only. Okay. Play it. I don't like Don Kennedy as a rapper. Sword of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a uh, Chrono Trigger. Is it really? It is. Oh, wow. I never played hey, that. That's not fair. I never played that. Yo, I love Chrono Trigger, but I, I don't even remember this sample. What part is this from? This is from, like, this is from Secret of the Forest in Chrono Trigger. Oh, shit. I never played oh, that, man. That's an RPG? Yeah. yeah. See, I don't really fuck with Yo, RPGs like that's like one of the dopest it's, it's something RPGs. Else, this is the original. It probably would have converted you if you played it. Yeah, man. It's a really dope game. I, I've been playing The Witcher, though. Yo, this is one of the games that got me into... Geek culture, watching my friends play this shit. Cause your boy did not have a Super Nintendo. I know, right? <laughs> it's alright. You weren't missing out on anything. Yes. I missed out on a lot, man. Don't lie to me, Steve. I say, yes, Mega Man X. I, I know about this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, which Zelda is that? Oh yes, this shit right here, bro. Yeah, I know this shit. Now, now the next one I got. This one is from Little B. Um, I love you. Shout out to the bass god. Mm. See if you can recognize it. Now this one is actually from a more uh, recent game. What system? So not NES. It's on. This one is on PlayStation Two. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. 
I know this jam too. Say I love you. I wanna say I love you too. Thank you for loving no me. Thank you for supporting me. Shouts out to my mom. I love you. Yes, you can cry to oh, this. God. Yes, I, I love you. Playing the game. All <laughs> things is happening. No, just Yo, just pretty much know just this. Right? I live for you and I love he this. Thank you, base world, right for being nice. It gets cold on these lonely nights. This is. This is from Final can, Fantasy. Can you, play, can you just play the track before naming it? Sure. One more time. That's like some Final Fantasy shit. Nah, I have no idea what this is. It sounds like some Final Fantasy shit. I see some guy with some real crazy like hair. Meg is actually right. Which one? Final Fantasy? It's Final Fantasy, but which one? Twelve. Ten. There you go. Final Fantasy Ten. That's I just went with the X. Shout out to Malcolm. On his shirt, I swear to God. That was sad, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> that was sweet. I got Titus. Uh, MLS killing shit. I got one. We got one more. We, we got, got time one, for one more. Four and one. Are we four and one right now? I, I think we're four more. and one. I think we're, I thought we were four and two with this last one, right? No, you got the five fancy. Okay. But what are the two that we missed? I thought we we, we only missed the Donkey uh, Kong. The Donkey oh, Kong okay. one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one we got here is oh. Zombies Saved by Neighbors. <laughs> Dude, I think we're Haunted Mansion. One. This one is like this one is also from Wiz Khalifa. This one's from Never Been. Chrono Trigger. <laughs> I'm yeah. right. Is it is it? Yeah, I already know. Oh, Smart, ball. <laughs> Smart ball. Smart ball. So here it is. That's it. Yeah, I love this shit. You, you had never been to though? I, you know what? I did not hear. I know about it, but I yeah, that beat is bitch. that beat is pretty dope too. I love this. Now, this is uh is it Clams Casino? No, this is uh it's a Shala's thing. What's his name? Shala. Okay. Shala's theme from Oh no no the producer. Oh the producer? This is from Cushion Orange. It's either Clamps Casino or Harry Frog. Cushion Orange. Uh, was it Sledgerin? Oh, Sledgerin. Okay, yeah. my bad, my bad. So this is the original. Yeah, man. I fucks. I fucks with Cushion Orange juice. Yeah. Word. Yo, can I? That was the last one, right? That was the last one. Uh, yeah. You got any events coming up? Yeah, actually, I do. On July, what is it? July the fifteenth. That's Saturday. I will be. I'll be DJing over at. Uh, Kitsune. Yeah. Hey. Bar hey! Shout out to Jordan. I gotta make that one because I missed the last one. Yeah, Kitsune's dope. I'll I'll try to make that one definitely. I hope to see you guys there, cause that'll be my beautiful, that'll sir, be my beautiful. show just before I leave for Comic Con. Where? Yeah, we'll put that on the calendar. Word. Uh, let us know where we can find you and D and CJ and and okay. all your contact joints. Well, you can find us at honestly just Google Three Black Geeks. All of our stuff shows up there. We're on no Facebook. spaces. No spaces. All one word. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Three Black Geeks. You can find me at um, at. Black Nerd Japan, B L A, I mean B L K Nerd Japan. 
Um, you can also find us on Stitcher, Podomatic, iTunes. Yeah. Oh, God. We're all everywhere. All, all, your, all, all the podcast resource joints. Uh, everywhere. I listen to you guys using Podcast Republic okay. on my phone. So. Shout out to Podcast Word, Republic. Word, word. And we want to give you a special thanks for rocking with us today, everybody. So uh, much, check man. out Thank check out right, another... Another strong member of the Tokyo community out here represented hey, for people of color all over the place and geek culture. Uh, we're real pleased to have y'all on here or to have you on here. Uh, look to hear more uh, with us fucking with them and their podcast. I'm going to try to slide onto their podcast to talk shit about Spider-Man movies. But uh, yeah, definitely, definitely rock with them. We want to thank all of our listeners for fucking with us. Uh, Hulk would beat Spider-Man. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, but but okay. yeah yeah. Uh, thanks to all our listeners for fucking with us. I'm gonna let y'all go out. We're gonna listen to Nintendo King. We have a catchphrase that I'm always waiting for late to say at the end of the show. <laughs> that I'm just like, go go go. Yo, this is not information. Don't get too comfortable. Yeah, we go 50 turns, yeah, we finna get